All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on this episode of Wrestling for Culture, I have a very special guest. You've seen her in Mission Pro Wrestling, FEW, and numerous other promotions, including All Elite Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up will be the one and only Miss Layla Gray. The Wrestling Realm presents wrestling for the culture where we highlight pro wrestlers and pro wrestling personalities of color here's your host brian h waters all right hello Hi. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> hey, how are you thank here. you for having me thank you for coming on i appreciate it so that's the first time i ran that intro and you're in it <laughs> so it was really cool to be able to finally uh Get it a chance was. to use I'm like, it. There I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we certainly want to celebrate everybody who's doing things uh, in wrestling, especially you know people of color. And you know, we obviously, as fans, you know, it's a great opportunity to see everybody doing big things. So I'm, you know, like I said, happy to have you on here. Thank you. Thank you. So first and foremost, um, you know, it looks like we're coming towards the end of the pandemic, but how are you? How have you been coming along throughout this time? Um, I mean, I've, I've been doing good. I've been staying focused, head in the game, training, working. Uh, the pandemic really has not slowed me down. If anything, I think it uh, just gave me a nudge to, to go even harder to be honest. So I'm excited that it's coming to an end because that means uh, a lot of great things are going to be happening. A lot of cool events are going to be taking place. So I am ready for that. But yeah, I've been great. <laughs> That's good. Um, so you started last year around this time, correct? Yes. Uh, around this time was that I was getting ready to have my first match. Yeah. So how has that been? You know, we, you know, obviously things have been sort of restricted. How have you, how was you able to keep up like your training regimen? Um, Cause I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Like I've watched probably millions of matches in my lifetime and I've been watching quite a few of yours. You do not look green. You look like you've been in the business for some years. So how have you been able to stay on top of your game? Well, I really appreciate that. Um, well, like I said, uh, the pandemic really did not stop me. You know, I still, I still train. I work a lot, so I'm, I'm out there. You know, grinding every day. So that's how I've been able to to keep up with it. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question? No, you, you was right on point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to get like drifted. I don't want to drift away from, uh, from what it was. Um, no, you. So, yeah. My bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I've been, I've been, I'm still training and working hard, working a lot. So things have really not slowed down for me at all. So it's, it's, it's still easy to, to stay on top of what I'm doing right now, okay. especially um, I'm in Florida. A lot of things mm. here are kind of getting back to normal. So you know, there's not too many restrictions going on. Uh, a lot of shows are starting to take place. So it doesn't really feel like we're in a pandemic too much anymore. Well, that's good. That's certainly good. What is your first pro wrestling memory? I, I did my research, you know, um, and I know that you, you know, grew up watching it. What was your first pro wrestling memory? My first pro wrestling memory, I just remember um, being really young. This was like late 90s. Uh, 
And uh, I remember watching The Rock and China. Um, I had a cousin who was really into wrestling, so he's the one that kind of put me onto it. He used to watch it all the time. So by default, you know, we had to end up watching it as well. And I remember watching The Rock and watching China, and The Rock was just so, like, mesmerizing and just captivating in the way he spoke and, you know, the, the eyebrow and, and all the gimmicks. And I'm like, this is really cool. And then seeing China, I'm like, I've never seen a woman uh, – so strong and muscular you know i feel like back then that didn't really exist too much or at least i just wasn't aware of it so just watching her and i'm like wow this woman is so strong and powerful and i yeah i would say from from then is that i started to get inspired by wrestling i'm like these people are like superheroes it's really cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know um how long did you stay into it did you have a drop off you know there's a lot of times people who have a drop off especially right after the attitude era did you stay with it yes. or did you have a drop <laughs> I, I would say yes i did have a drop off i didn't grow up uh really watching it in my teenage years or, or even early 20s i wasn't watching wrestling anymore but there was always something about it that i loved uh, even after I had stopped watching it, I still enjoyed uh, wrestling with my friends, like just for fun on the mattress. Uh, I just, I, I was like evil. Like I just loved, you know, kicking people's ass and pinning them, and I used to torture them and shove socks in their mouths, and oh, I mean, man. it was a lot of fun, like a true heel. So, um, so was you more in the, like the uh, pound, or did you do a lot of submissions? Um, I would say submissions. I loved, I loved pinning. Yeah, and I would okay. always catch, I would always catch everyone with the same pin. I'm like, how could you guys fall for it every time? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, even though I wasn't watching wrestling, I still there was always something about it that I enjoyed. But let me say, I never ever really really thought that I would end up doing this, and it's pretty cool how those childhood memories kind of foreshadowed what my life would be. <laughs> Yeah. Now, um, I know you went to college for broadcast journalism. Um, uh -huh. What made you kind of go away from that, if you don't mind me asking? I wouldn't necessarily say that I went away from it. So I've always <laughs> loved entertainment. I've always loved performing. I, I'm a singer. I'm an actress. I've done modeling, uh, music videos, a, a lot of things like that. So I just always liked being in front of the camera, being in the spotlight, which kind of led me to choose broadcasting as a career path because I just loved being in front of the camera. So I decided to go into that and I, I learned a lot from it. It was it was really great and I learned a lot about, you know, video editing, putting together news packages. I actually studied abroad for a summer in Spain and I, I got to do some news news work oh, wow, out there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's oh my God, such a great experience. Uh, so yeah, that, that was only uh, four years ago that I studied abroad. So um, then when I got into wrestling, you know, a lot of people were actually surprised. I'm like, what, you know, you're wrestling, uh, that's so, you know, left field from what we expected from you. But, you know, when you really think about it, I feel like all of, the, all of these things go hand in hand. It's all entertainment, um, you know, the acting, even though the broadcasting, you know, we need experience uh, speaking on the mic and cutting promos so even though i i decided not to really pursue it at this time i feel mm -hmm. like i've 
learned skills. I've developed skills that I can definitely bring into wrestling and then use later on when, you know, when I'm done with wrestling and I'm ready to move on to my next, you know, my next passion. And I feel like it's still going to be something, you know, related to this and speaking and perhaps a podcast and, yeah. You took you kind of went into my next question. Um that was what is, you know, or maybe if you can name like one particular thing that you've been able to take from your broadcast journalism background and implement that into your wrestling and your character. Uh something that I've been able to take. Uh well, I mean, just being in, involved in the in that radio world, it, it got me really used to speaking in in front of a room and to people. Uh, so I feel like that actually helped a lot. And and I feel like the, the Layla Gray persona was developing at that time during my radio time. Because when, when I started doing radio, I was using the name Layla Gray as well. And okay. so, yeah, so, um, and I, I was working as a, as a model and a radio personality. So I feel like the, the attitude and the persona was already developing there. So when I transitioned into wrestling, I kind of took some of that and brought it into this. Yeah, because like I've watched some of your promos and like I said, you're just natural with it. Um, you could see that you have some confidence because, you know, that's the main thing you want to do is be able to sell your character and make people, you know, put butts in the seats. Yeah. And so, you know, you can clearly see that. Um, what's one thing when you got into this business, what's one thing that you've learned that you didn't know before? Obviously, you know, you grew up watching wrestling and you come from the broadcast journalism world, which I've always said, I was talking to uh, Amber Rodriguez, shout out to her, about how wrestling and broadcasting, or journalism in general, whether it's entertainment or news, they're so parallel. But what's one thing in the wrestling side that you've learned that you didn't know before? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I would say there's just so much more that goes into wrestling than I would have ever imagined. This is absolutely the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. There's so many elements that go into the, the world of professional wrestling. There is psychology. So not only is it you know, extremely rough physically. Also mentally, there's a lot of things that you, you need to learn uh, when putting matches together that I never even thought of. You know, I, I like many people, I thought, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's choreographed. You just go in there and, you know, you learn this and you do that. And, and it's definitely not that simple, not even close. There's, like I said, so many elements that go into it and, and it's tough. It's way, way harder than I thought it was going to be. Well, you thriving, certainly. Like I said, you yeah. know, to be able to do this, especially during a pandemic, you know, because yeah. um, <clears throat> crowds aren't as big as they usually are. So, you know, you've been able to build a great following just via social media. And, you know, yeah. let's be real. There's plenty of beautiful people in wrestling. But after a while, it, it goes to, OK, can this person work or not? You know, and mm -hmm. you showing you've been showing out. So I want to make sure uh, I give you. you your flowers. And I mean, so, uh, a lot of a lot of that I definitely owe to to AEW. I would say, mm -hmm. um, you know, when when they first reached out to me, I, I'm still you know new. I'm still green. Uh, still have a lot to learn. And I just kind of got thrown in the fire and just 
forced to learn. <laughs> and uh, and I do love, I do enjoy seeing my progress throughout my matches. You know, just recently I, I was on my YouTube and I watched my first match. And, you know, just seeing how far I've come, it's, it's really amazing. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I don't give myself enough credit. But I'm right. like, damn. <laughs> You kicking ass. There you go. You're doing it. Um, speaking of AEW, how has being in, you know, we see you on camera, um, obviously in the ring, but also ringside. How has being at ringside helped you learn? Because, you know, you're getting a front row seat. Yeah. Yes, we do get a front row seat at, uh, at AEW. And, I mean, it's great. You learn a lot. You know, we're, we're there ringside watching these matches i get to see all of these wrestlers work and so many different people even the extras so i'm seeing a lot of different styles a lot of different gimmicks and you know you're seeing all this stuff firsthand so you you pick up a lot of things and i, I feel like that has helped me learn uh more and improve my in-ring work by watching the these other professionals work and the things that they do and the, the way that they that they sell and the way that they move around the ring and their facials and you know how passionate they get about it so definitely an amazing experience being there front row and i'm definitely learning a lot being there absolutely yeah. and we, we talked about your broadcasting career earlier because and the reason why i'm bringing this back up because i don't want I want people to really understand like how much you know. You do music, you can edit videos, you can talk. <laughs> so what I'm seeing is, um, hello, that's like a gym for any company. <laughs> have you thought about maybe, have you made your own interest videos? Um, by the way, I listened to some of your music, two songs I like, uh, Right, right Way and Lucky. Those are bangers. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, you surprised me because those are not the ones that I thought that you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, thank you for checking that out. <laughs> no, look, I, I'm a journalist and I'm interviewing another journalist. I got to make sure I bring, do my research. Or, yes, you know. of course. <laughs> and of so, course. and look, no, everybody do interviews, you know. It's no secret. <laughs> so yeah. you just like same questions over and over again. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, like I said, I was listening to those and you know a lot of other songs. But have you ever considered like making your own, you know, your own interest video, your own interest, and putting it with your music or other songs? Well, I haven't necessarily thought about doing my own entrance video, but I do want to create my own entrance music and. Mm -hmm you know, have my voice on there, have me singing to it. I That's definitely a goal of mine that I would like to achieve. I, I think that's going to be pretty cool uh, when I finally work that out. Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely like to work on my own entrance music, sing my own music, and, and come out with it. And, you know, it's, and it's all me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that way you get them two checks. You get the network checks and the wrestling checks. Yes, absolutely. And I love music. Music was my first passion. And... I feel like music is also, you know, what led me here and music helped me create Layla Gray because my character, my, it's like, she's a vixen, but you know, she's a superstar and, and this all, that all stems from, from me being a, a music artist and being a performer and I love singing and dancing and, and all the different artists that have influenced me. I, I put that all together to, 
to create Layla Gray. <laughs> yeah, so who's been some of your musical influences? Uh, so I love Selena. Selena was like my first love. She, I, she was the reason why I sing. So she inspired me to sing. I was about five years old when I found out about her, when I learned about her and I learned her music. So she's definitely one of my biggest inspirations. I also love Aaliyah. Uh, oh God. I love Aaliyah. I bump Aaliyah all the time. Me too. <laughs> I, I was listening to her earlier. So I yeah. love Aaliyah. Uh, I also love Britney Spears. Oh my God, I used to put on so many concerts, Britney Spears concerts in my living rooms. So she definitely inspired me a lot. And I love Rihanna. Those four women right there, badass, talented, strong, uh, really, really inspired me. Those are my all-time favorite artists. I love it. I love it. So you're going to continue to do music while wrestling, correct? Yes, I would like to, although I'm not doing it right now. I'm really just, you know, trying to focus on wrestling and, and get things really going. But, you know, like I mentioned, music is my my first passion and it's not something that I just want to, you know, give up. It's definitely something I would want to come back to. And once I get a little bit more established in wrestling, you know, I'll start bringing in a little bit more music into it and yeah, I'll be a, a wrestler, singer. I mean, there's a lot of people that do wrestling and music, so. Mm -hmm. I mean, John Cena. <laughs> you know. Yeah, John Cena, absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah, so like, um, you know, when you, who's been like your inspiration in wrestling? Who's been like some of your mentors that, you know, you want to shout out? Some of my mentors. Uh, so La Rosa Negra. I definitely, oh, definitely. definitely. want to shout her out. Oh my God. I, I owe a lot to her. She's been great. Definitely a great mentor. I had the opportunity to train with her a little bit and I've learned so much. She helped me with my entrance. So if you, if you watch my entrances when I'm coming out to the music and stuff, she helped me put that together. So okay. I owe her a lot of credit. Uh, de definitely a lot of credit goes out to her. Um, I also want to give Shout out to Soul Man Alex G, South Florida legend. Mm -hmm. So he also helped me out a lot coming into the business and, you know, gave me great advice. So shout out to those two people. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know you are a Knicks fan. How you feeling as far as them in the playoffs? You know, they scored a huge one. We were yeah, taping this. So so I've been so out the loop. It's so funny. I think somebody, I forgot who I was talking to recently, but uh, I told them that I, that I was a Knicks fan. And that's mainly because, you know, I'm a New Yorker. I'm from Queens, New York. So I got to represent. I've been to a lot of Knicks games. And I had, I'm, I, like I said, I've been out the loop. I had no idea that they've been kicking ass lately. So I'm really, really proud of them because I thought that they were still sucking. And I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> You know, they're in the playoffs, every, like every, a, a respectable seed, too. Huh? I said they're in the playoffs, like uh, I think they're the fourth seed. It's a respectable seed. So, yeah, you know, they yeah, scored like a huge win. Really, they're doing really great. I was surprised. I thought the Knicks were still sucking. So I'm glad <laughs> to see that they're not because I'm always, always, no matter where I'm at, I'm always rooting for New York. So. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the transition been like from uh, New York to uh, Miami? Oh, it's been great. It's warm. You know, I would say the weather was like the main thing that uh, mm -hmm. that really pushed me to leave. I'm like, it is too cold here. I feel depressed. 
Uh, I, I oh, needed yeah. sunshine and just change in my life. So I was a big fan of Miami. I used to come all the time on vacations and to party. And I'm like, I really want to move over there. So it, it wasn't easy, but I did it. And you know what? I, I, it, I think it was the best decision that I could have ever made because ever since I made that transition to Florida, my life has completely changed. My priorities have changed. And it's really allowed me to, you know, just get away from everybody and just focus on my goals and my dreams. And, and yeah, and it's great. And Miami's great. It's a fun city. Beautiful weather. Beautiful beaches. I, I love being here. That's that's awesome. So it doesn't take away now that you live there. Like, you know, sometimes it's one thing, vacation somewhere, but living there, it doesn't take it away. Oh, no. I, I don't I don't think I'll be moving back to New York ever. I'm like, this is so much better. <laughs> you know, not on New York, but yeah, it's just it's just a better quality of life over here. So, you know, a, a lot of people it's hard for New Yorkers, I feel, to settle down elsewhere. You know, sometimes they, they move away and then they don't like it because, you know, we're used to the fast paced lifestyle and you know, at first I didn't know. This was temporary at first. It was just for me to go to college. But after two years and I graduated, and I'm like, I don't think I'm going back. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a Floridian now. Uh, that's pretty cool. So um, before we get out of here, just, um, you know, I got a couple questions for you. Um, when you. Do you have a list of opponents that you haven't faced yet that you want to square up with? A list of opponents. Yeah, uh, short term and long term. Short term, I would like to work Red Velvet. So Red Velvet is somebody we kind of came up in, in the business together. She's uh, She started a few years before me, but, uh, you know, we had experience training together and, you know, work, working together, but we have not worked in the ring together we haven't had a match together so she's been doing her thing on aw i give her a lot of props and you know it's exciting to see how far she's gotten so she's definitely somebody that i would like to work with as well as thunder rosa uh so those are my aw short-term goals to have matches with them uh long term my favorite wrestler right now is Sasha Banks. So she's definitely somebody that I would love to get in the ring with and learn a lot from. I think she's incredible, super talented, very beautiful. And yeah, that's definitely a, a match that I would love to have. Okay. So your dream match for Sasha Banks, we can have that the main event at a big show coming up soon, right? Yes. <laughs> let's let's, speak, let's it in. speak it into existence. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And before we get out of here, so I do another podcast, but I'm going to bring that into my question from that. It's called Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling. Um, and I'm going to ask you your Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling moment. And that's basically what was the moment in pro wrestling where you realized, like, you know, I'm pretty good at this. Like, what was your Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling moment? And I know you've been, you know, you're still new, but you've been doing so much. Like, you have tons of clips out there and you've been doing well. So what was your Breaking Through the Glass moment? Uh, breaking through the glass moment would definitely have to be AEW. So, I, you know, I made my debut. My official wrestling debut was in October of 2020. And in February 2021 is that they reached out to me. So that means I had only been out there working for about five months, five, six months. So very nerve wracking. A lot of things go through my mind. Am I ready for this? And... 
you know, I had to kind of just suck it up and go do what I had to do, not let this opportunity slip by whether I thought I was ready or not. And just the fact that, you know, people have been seeing me week after week. <laughs> I, I would say that was kind of my breaking through the ceiling moment because I'm like, I, I didn't know if I was ready for all of that yet. And the fact that everything has been going so great there and I just been getting so much positive feedback from people, from fans, from workers and important people in the business. I think that's when I realized like, okay, uh, I, can, I think I can do this. I think I can do this because I, I really wasn't sure of how far I can go. You know, it's not like I was wrestling since I was, you know, 16 years old, like a lot of people. I started later on in my life, later on in my 20s. So I really did not know what to expect. And the fact that all these amazing things have been happening this year, I think that that's what proved to me, okay, you can do this. Well, I certainly hope I'll be looking to see that Layla Gray is all elite graphic very soon um, because you certainly deserve it. Uh, you know, I'm being straight up. I wouldn't be sitting up here saying all this stuff if I didn't mean it because then my wife and kids would kick me <laughs> for lying. But, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a fan. And like I said, I appreciate you taking the opportunity to come on here. Um, right there, for those who are watching on YouTube, they can see where to find you but let them know for the ones listening on the podcast platforms and also let them know where they can buy your merch or support you financially absolutely so i sell my merch on social media i sell autograph eight by tens so you can message me dm me on twitter on instagram on facebook and you know uh we can go through there so you guys can find me on instagram and twitter at miss layla gray that's m-i-s-s underscore Layla Gray, L-E-I-L-A-G-R-E-Y. Also, Miss Layla Gray on Facebook as well. Follow my fan page. And you guys could also find me on YouTube. Just type in Layla Gray, and I should be right there, popped up. And just like and subscribe, people, please. Thank you so much for all your amazing support. And, yeah, follow me. Hit me up for those 8 by 10s guys. Definitely hit up for those eight by tens before we get out here. Anything else you want to say to the fans? No, just thank you guys so much for your continued support. It truly means so much to me. Like I was talking about before, this is an extremely hard business to be in and you guys just make it so much easier. Just the support from all the fans, you guys, all, you know, all the wrestling podcasts. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you. We definitely appreciate you coming on. Yes, thank you so All much right, for having me. That's it for this week's episode of Wrestling for the Culture. For more episodes or more content from the Wrestling Realm Network, hit the subscribe button down low. Make sure you turn on the bell for notifications. Till the next time, too sweet.